0: Hey guys, welcome to the PowerPod. This podcast is here to encourage you to ditch the negativity and switch to a mindset of confidence, purpose, and most importantly, play. My name is Katie Walker. That's at Katie underscore Walker on Instagram. And I am so passionate about helping you step into that weird, quirky, badass version of yourself. Now let's go and get that power back. Are you ready? Hey guys, welcome back. Episode number seven. I'm so proud of myself for being uh, accountable and consistent with these episodes. And thank you so much for tuning in, honestly. uh, It's so lovely to see those numbers every week after each episode. And for those of you that are sharing it from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's so corny and cliche, but it really does help the podcast grow, so I really appreciate it. Um today I want to talk about greatness. So greatness is something that I guess I've been a little bit obsessed with uh for quite some time and in particular at times in my life when it's been a bit um challenging or when I felt like I'm at a crossroads I really there's a couple of key points that I like to come back to. So I'm going to share those with you today. Um but yeah, before we get into it, I want to be great. I have no shame in saying it um For a long time, I felt uh, almost, yeah, a little bit guilty, a bit of shame around admitting that I wanted to see how far I could push my potential to become great. Whereas now I can say it, I don't care. I want to be great. But what is greatness? To me, greatness is essentially doing what's necessary or what other people seem unimportant in order to achieve big things. Obviously, you sub in your own big things here. But the premise is the same if everyone was great then greatness wouldn't mean anything right we've all heard that before and i won't lie there is almost a little part of me that always has thought well someone has to not be great i guess so that it, that will just be me and if i'm honest that little part wasn't so little until recently it's weird to even say it out loud and actually believe it because i think i've been saying it for so long almost as a way of trying to convince myself of its truth. But I am not afraid of being imperfect anymore. Am I afraid of making the wrong decisions, doing the wrong thing? Yes, of course I am. But I'm not afraid of being imperfect. And with this realization comes comfort. If I make the wrong decision, it's okay. I'm not perfect. If I say the wrong thing, if I change my mind, it's okay. I'm not perfect. I'm not afraid of being flawed. What I am afraid of is dying with all of this goodness stuck within me, sitting idly in my bones because I wasn't brave enough to share, use and give it. Goodness that can easily be nurtured into greatness. It takes courage and sacrifice to acknowledge this and even more courage and sacrifice to put yourself in positions to act on it. And if I'm honest, that's the really scary part. Truth is, I'm prepared to say no thank you to the small perfect life if it means I get to have the big, loud, messy, imperfect one instead. I was reading something written by Case Kenny that was talking about living a life of opposites. So essentially doing the opposite of what you would typically do in order to grow and learn more. Pretty much just forcing yourself to be uncomfortable more frequently. For instance, talking to the person next to you in line instead of looking at your phone saying what you mean in the moment instead of holding your tongue and regretting it later. All of these little comfortable moments that we let slip by when we could be growing or learning something from them. I think it's quite fascinating and it's definitely a sure way to help nudge you towards greatness. When talking about the journey to greatness, I love a specific analogy about the climb and I'm going to share it with you. So Uh, In this analogy, we think of a mountain and obviously that mountain is your goal or uh, for the purpose of this podcast, your greatness, right? So that big, seemingly terrifying, looming ascent of risk and adversity staring right at you. Now, along the journey, we have three groups of people that we're likely to encounter. Number one are the campers. So these guys are chilling at the bottom of the mountain. They don't care too much if you climb or not but they're pretty happy relaxing and watching on from where they are. They aren't encouraging you, but they aren't discouraging you either. They're just chilling. They're in neutral. Number two, the pullers. These are the nasty guys, and they're not only at the bottom of the mountain. They are all the way along the journey as well, trying to pull you back from taking that next step. Sometimes they may not even realize that they're a puller, trying to offer advice and direction without noticing that pull factor that they have on you. Um, It's like trying to, uh, I guess, stop you from reaching the summit. So now they could be vindicative and evil and be setting up roadblocks and obstacles on purpose, or they could be coming from a place of love that unfortunately still translates to that big old pull factor. We need to recognize which category of puller they fit into and approach them accordingly. You don't necessarily need to cut these people from your life, but you do need to have a conversation with them. And finally, my favourites, the ultimate hype girls, the ones you want by the bucket load, the pushers. These bright beams of sunshine will be there to give you that little shove when you need it most. These are the people that you call when you feel like you can't keep climbing. These are the ones that throw out a hand as if it were a life support and they draw you back in these are the people who seem almost more excited about your goals and plans than you do yourself. They have an unwavering unwavering belief that you can do absolutely everything. They exist, although hard as fuck to find, but once you find them, make sure you keep them close. And then of course, there is you. And this is the most important part, because ultimately you get to decide if you take the first step. And even more importantly, You get to decide who you listen to along the way. The thing with greatness is people will ask you why you are doing it until they are asking you how you did it. And I love that quote. But what they are really asking is, how hard is that climb? How difficult will this journey be if I decide to do it? Hang on, how much am I going to have to sacrifice? The reality is the risk and reward for greatness is simply too high for a lot of people. The sacrifices are not worth the potential reward. If this is you, if you're thinking that you're putting yourself in this basket, I think maybe you just need to get a bit of clarity around why you are chasing any particular goal or means of greatness. And this brings me to the second key point, the golden circle by Simon Sinek. If you haven't watched his uh, TED talk on this, I so strongly urge you to do it because it's brilliant and I'm going to try really hard to explain it without totally butchering it. But essentially, the golden circle is like a target, okay? So we've got three circles. In the center, the center core, we have our why. The ring that goes around that is the how. And then the final ring that encompasses all of that is the what. The easiest way to explain it is to backtrack it. So the what is essentially the, um, the goal or the means to greatness. The how is how we get there. So the, the vehicles that we take to achieve it. And then the why is what a lot of people will quite often neglect. But that's the most important part. That's going to keep you going. So me personally, in a super quick way, I'll backtrack mine. My what would be, um, very roughly, to inspire and motivate as many people as possible to live a really authentic life filled with joy and fulfillment. So I want people to get that feeling, have that buzz of passion Feel that burning desire within them to get up and go about their day. I hate, hate, hate the the notion or the thought of people just getting up and existing and not living. The how then for me, and obviously there are so many ways to achieve this, and I am absolutely still figuring it out um, along the way and totally winging it. But this podcast is definitely a means Girl in power in general, um, being a trainer, even something as simple as just being compassionate and empathetic towards my friends and family. But my why, the core driver for me wanting to achieve that what and what's going to keep me going when that motivation fizzles, it's not about me. I grew up in a really low socioeconomic neighborhood. I went to a super low socioeconomic primary school um, and I just grew up very poor. Heaps of love, but very poor. I essentially want to show other people from a similar background that they can do it too. If I can do it, they can do it. I remember a few years ago when I was on a completely different path, um, or I guess following a different how, I remember saying, I almost wish this was harder. I wish I was facing more setbacks and more hardship so that I could say to anyone that if I can do it, you can too. Because the truth is when you feel like you hit rock bottom, when you feel like you can't lose anything else, that's when the oh wells aren't as scary anymore. You're not scared of failing because you're left only with the what ifs. Knowing this why really helps me out when I start to notice myself giving up on my climb to greatness. If I give up, I'm moving further and further away from my why. And that is way more uncomfortable than any setback that I could face along the way. Do you know your why? Are you leading into the life of what if a little too much? I think maybe you need to take a step back and realize that the oh wells, they aren't that scary. You got to jump. Let's go and climb that mountain to greatness. No more waiting. Oh wells over what ifs. You ready?